everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hey all, this is the second mini episode of the Lindsay Walks podcast, which eventually will chronicle my stepsister Lindsay's walk across the United States. My name's Jake, and today we're going to be talking about some of the preparations she's making for the trip. Enjoy! I think I've stopped planning. I don't think I can plan any longer. I think you just have to go at some point. So do you have a sort of ballpark idea of how long it's going to take? Six to eight months. All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big ballpark, but when you're walking, I feel like that's a fair ballpark. When you're talking about 3,200 miles and the East Coast, the, the country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be walking for six to eight months um, and... So that's going to include your, we were kind of talking about this over dinner, but that includes like Thanksgiving, that includes Christmas. My sister just had a baby. Uh, that means me missing months of her beginning, yeah, the beginning of my sister's baby, my niece's uh, life, which is a little sad, but it's also the beginning of the life where they don't really know anybody and what's going on too. So um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, new a new year. Uh, I will be turning 35 about a month after I leave or three weeks after I leave. Um, not working, uh, living off of mass health insurance, uh, all of the above. Telling yeah. people, so I'm a wedding photographer. I have been telling people no for the last six months that I will not be able to photograph their weddings. So kind of destroying my own business that I've built up. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously you have to decide very carefully what is worth hauling all the way across the country on your back. So I, I have actually communicated with some people who have walked across the country. I have also read their books. So I have some information. I'm not going blindly into the darkness. Um, a lot of them started with a backpack and said, this is the worst decision you could ever make. You're going to have a sore back. You're never going to finish. Oh, interesting. And they said, push a cart. Oh, okay. So I immediately went for, you know, if you watch, you know, Reese Witherspoon and, uh, you know, Cheryl Strayed there, um, she's got the backpack and she falls over the day she puts it on. She's hiking. I'm not hiking. I'm going to be on the roads. I'm going to be on the, you know, on the pavement. I can push a cart. Not like a shopping cart. Those things aren't all terrain. So what it is is actually for like elderly and retired dogs. So a lot of people put them on their bike and they hitch it up and they mm. like have their golden retriever. It handles up to like 110 pounds. Easy to push. Three wheels. So it's, it's genuinely a cart that a lot of people will use for like dogs that have bad hips and elderly dogs. Uh, which was recommended in a book that I read by someone else who had walked across the country. He said, go to doggyride.com. So I did. And I found all these carts. And they're foldable, so you can fit them into the back of someone's car if they're going to, like, house you for the night. 
that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so some stuff you can pick up, you know, or replace along the way and other stuff. Shoes, <laughs> wheels. Um, food. Food. Well, that's the big thing. Like the, when you get to certain parts of the country where it's like 90 miles to the next gas station, you're picking up, you know, gallons of water. Right. Um, when you get to certain places, you're picking up as much food as you can. I mean, there's been guys who've done this. There's one guy, Peter Jenkins, who did this in the 70s. He like, uh, actually National Geographic picked him up. He went through the woods, like he had no path, like there was no GPS, no Google Maps, anything. And he was dying one night and some guy came by and handed him a bag of apples and it saved him and his dog's life. You know, so food and water is more important than I think anyone can know. I drove across the country and I remember driving to Vegas and hitting a certain point like uh, in the end of Colorado. So like you're the end of Colorado, Junction, Mm -hmm. Colorado, no gas, no anything for 90 miles. You're like, oh, everyone gases. It's probably the most lucrative gas station in the history of time because It's a very common, it's the only way to go across the country in a certain, you know, if you're going through those states. And it's the only gas station for 90 miles. What a great business. I mean, even if you have three quarters of a tank, why wouldn't you go get that other quarter? So food and water is imperative. It's imperative. Uh, You don't want to have to rely on other humans because what if my phone isn't going to work? Like, Mm -hmm. what if there is no Wi-Fi or I can't call somebody? I need water, you know? And then being warm. If I hit rain and, like, this, that, the other thing is, like, not getting sick and being warm seem like very important things. But food and water is obviously number one. I mean, these are human necessities. We also talked a bit about the issue of safety and self-protection. No, honestly, that is a fear of mine, though. Is um, yeah, being no, robbed sure. is a is a genuine fear. Um, you know, one my boyfriend brings up, and I will have a knife, and I will have mace. The knife is for camping yeah. reasons, but if I have to uh, protect myself, I am a female by myself. But uh, the mace is for bears, mm-hmm. <laughs> or bear spray, actually. Bear spray and mace are very similar. So I plan on having bear spray to use if there is a perpetrator, and also to use on bears. If I run into one that I don't want to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. I guess that's all bears. You don't want to hurt you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're very nice. You just, yeah, you just yeah. have to know how to deal with them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's more or less it for this episode of Lindsay Walks, except there is one little bit more that I wanted to put in. So enjoy that and tune in again next time. So my sister got married and the next yeah. day we're all sitting around a campfire. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this idea. This is a year ago. And her friend says, I can't imagine waking up every day and being like, my job is to just walk today. And I said, are you kidding me? Do you know what I do every day? I'm a server. I'm a bartender. <laughs> All I do is walk back and forth from the same table every day. 15 steps from this end of the bar to that end of the bar. And I get eight miles to 10 miles in a day. That's a lot of steps. That's 20,000 something steps. Like That's a lot of the same steps. How amazing, how amazing will it be to every single step that I take is a step I've never taken in my life and to see something from a perspective I've never seen before. Like, there's nothing more exciting than that. 
So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA.